right, welcome back to Evolution Exchange. Um, I'm your host today. My name is Sean, and I build great teams here at Evolution. Joining us today is Kuba, VP of Engineering at EOS One, and Gavin, DevOps Manager at iFun. So, would you like to introduce a little bit about yourself and your backgrounds, guys? So, I'll start, I'll start yeah. off. Uh, so, uh, Jakub or Kuba for short, VP of Engineering at uh, EOS. Uh, the reason uh, I was called to EOS or like the team has picked me uh, was that for some time uh, we didn't have a technical leadership. Uh, we also have like a huge global team consisting of developers or engineers in multiple locations. Uh, so my current job is really to be the voice of the engineering team, make sure that we are like building a scalable platform. Uh, past experience was mainly with startups or scale-ups, uh, so uh, I just uh, you know started with EOS uh, after our previous company was acquired, and uh, also a lot of corporate experience like uh, ATOS, Deloitte, PPNG. So saw it like from both sides. Uh, last but not least, uh, I'm really into a lot of like volunteering and educational activities. So uh, try to teach in universities, usually on subjects like information security, data mining, and blockchain. And it's like a way of giving back, probably also helping to develop talent. Uh, but I also find it like very meaningful for myself to keep up and kind of verify whether I know my stuff. <laughs> because students usually ask like sneaky questions. <laughs> awesome. And you know, it's, it's um, some of the best parts about teaching others is that you, you, tend, you tend to learn a lot as well, right? Being a teacher. True, true. You really like double check whether whether you know what you are talking about, right? It's like a good good, good way, yeah, in a very good way. Thanks for that. What about you, Gavin? Um, so I'm going to uh, DevOps, uh, heading DevOps in Python. Um, today I don't represent them uh, uh, in this uh, session. I mean, I come based by knowing uh, uh, Sean on a personal level, and he says that he wants to create a tech uh, podcast. And that uh, spurs my interest because I want to uh, set up uh, doing things just uh, just technical. So probably uh, same as your mentality is like um, whatever my experience could prove useful to others, then I would like to share share, share the others as well. So yeah, that's my purpose today. Awesome, thanks for that. So yeah, you know I think you know we have two excellent personalities here to share a little bit more about how to attract and retain talent. So let's just, you know, jump right into the topic. So very first question, I would say, you know, how would you, um, what do you see as some of the key qualities you look for when hire for talent in, in startup? So I'll start, uh, like with me, it's really the team fit. Uh, when I was uh, thinking like even about the topic of the podcast, the uh, like top talent, even like how would I define it? Uh, I was like thinking that it's uh, all the time like about what's the role profile, what are the concrete initiatives that the person is working on. And uh, as long as this is like very transparently shared at the beginning, uh, then we are like really looking for someone with the best match that like or her personal motivation, what the team needs, right? What the company needs, the needs, whether it like fits. So. Uh, whenever like looking for the top talent, I really think that I, I would like rebrand it a bit as looking like for the best match or best, best fit uh, because like both sides should very transparently share their motivations, right? Where like what are their visions, etc. And we are like looking whether it clicks because uh, at least in my opinion, like shaking, not shaking hands 
it's not as important as really finding whether it works long term because being in the relationship with another person like for two months and then and, and and just stretching it because it doesn't work out it's like at least in my perception like a bigger maybe failure than, than, than not starting a relationship at the first place so this would be this would be my opener <laughs> excellent what about you gavin do you agree with that yeah so yes i do agree with that but on top of that my working in is um when i look for a candidate someone is a good fit company uh they are basically boils down to two elements uh attitude and attitude right so um the the thing is that how how would you uh find a good balance between these uh both uh, uh elements right ish uh that they they are very good in let's say their their work but they don't have a good attitude um in, in work how they treat their colleagues then that will be not a good fit or uh, in terms for any com- company culture uh, likewise if someone who has very good uh, attitude but has zero attitude then they could not bring uh, value to uh, on the team and especially when you are in a technology feel like things are constantly changing ever driving and what could be you know uh, um, up like latest or updated to do like absolute tomorrow so so the thing is that um those people who has attitude like has to show true 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 and some forms like how how do they display uh, uh a big like uh, enough attitude in order to uh, you know to to join to suit that particular level that they are applying for okay that's nice so i think one of the things that we've all observed in the 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 hiring industry these days especially for tech talent is that there are very few engineers these days that will stay for you know four five six years at a particular company um back in the day you know a lot of hiring managers would be like oh if somebody doesn't stay at a role for at least two years they're considered too jumpy what are your views on on something like that so i'll i'll start off uh so maybe just to quickly uh, react to what uh, Gavin was saying uh i also uh, like very much agree uh so attitude attitude discussion that uh no matter whether it's like a managerial position software engineering position or just like bringing in your peer that the, the team is the ones choosing that person right because in yeah. the end uh, they will work with that person like on a daily basis so it better works out right or like there's better some chemistry or or, or something around that and also the team should like trust that they are they are the right person who can like work with them like long term right uh regarding the uh the maybe like i wouldn't even call it like job pink etc I, i would say there are like two uh two two ways or, or two points that i would like to make uh one is like whether uh like both sides try to uh like figure out how can the person either like skill or move to a different uh different role inside the company so even with some like horizontal moves right or what are the new motivations because everyone develops everyone still wants to be like relevant we're, we're work with like modern tools etc right so for, first of all like whether we are like kind of pivoting and, and looking around what's possible uh 
it's also pretty much tied, I would say, to business results because when when like the company has a good business results, uh, everything else is kind of supported activity because the company is scaling up. There are new opportunities, etc. So it's a bit easier. And uh, maybe one uh, w- w- one second point is that necessarily I don't think that uh, someone like uh, just uh, you know how's it called like taking the leap or or just like moving to another company. It's like uh, necessarily like some disaster, you know. It could be like very objectively, uh, really like moving on to a new role, building a skill set. The, the, the question again with me is like whether the two sides are communicating with each other and whether they are like aligned. Uh, for the future's sake, I would actually, if the legal framework supports that, uh, and also if companies and that we are like able to operate in such a way. Uh, I would even love to see people maybe like sharing multiple roles across the companies, right? Because at, at different times, there could be an interesting challenge for them. And just like plugging in and plugging out out of this relationship seems like more modern approach than like be, be, being like stuck uh, at, at one place, no matter whether it still like fits or doesn't fit your interest. And on the other hand, uh, you don't have to like make even in, in yourself some hard decision to move on uh, because you kind of know that you are keeping up multiple relationships, but... So, so, so these these are the thoughts that that I have around this. Absolutely, yeah, okay, okay. Right. So, um, hmm. this this topic is pretty um, interesting to us. I have just discussed this uh, topic like with uh, a few colleagues around lunch a couple of weeks ago. So, so in in my opinion, is like um, in terms of this with job hopping, right? There are really two two kinds. One hmm is really the job hop in order to satisfy um, or themselves uh, in, in the means of materialistic ways which is you know uh, paid, higher pay uh, packages so and so forth and uh, and not just that uh, probably higher profile and stuff like that uh, the other one is like whether you know uh, they stay within this company uh if it boils down to whether have they achieved uh, their milestone in learning, whether the the company has uh, uh, what they call um, a pause for them for further or um, for further career expansion, whether by horizontal or you know the uh, So 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 one 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 example is, for example. I started out from uh, telecommunications, but the thing is that I realized that okay, probably uh, tem- telecommunications is not uh, not my seat. So you know, I move on to do uh, software engineering, and then I just want to develop and stuff. But at one point in time, uh, uh, you you connect it. when you look at look back and connect dots, right? Uh, all what. Uh, all that is past or what has passed all connected and really uh, helps you to bring those past experience and apply to it. So 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 back to your question is like uh, whether 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 are they job hop hopping right we really need to uh, find out like what does a person aspire like higher pay or you know uh, whether it's like, uh, what do they want to learn? What do they want to achieve in that? And and uh, to be honest, right? I mean, I've been in the industry for 
almost 20 years uh there there are hardly any managers uh provide good career planning and you know sit down with you one-on-one and tell you okay what what do you have in mind from a career question right so so the thing is that for us as 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 technicals right it's our responsibility to do that and then let uh those people you know to have to feel that you no know, okay uh that that is someone where I can learn the ropes and and achieve my career uh, uh progression in a matter of times. Right. So so uh 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 coming back to those people who really job hop for materialistic means, you know, uh, we, we can't stop them. But my 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 mentality is that uh, regardless whether they want for necessary or or progression, uh, our attitude, uh, our attitude is that, um, you know, it's like I always told uh, my direct reports or people who who I, I try to coach in the field is like, uh, I I want you to graduate from this company, go to the next company, you know, and prove yourself worth, and then you say, okay, I learned those things from my past, okay, things like that. I think that's a really good point, actually. You know, like um, as as leaders in in tech, right? It's quite often that you can sometimes find yourself trying to push business objectives, and then you kind of forget about the career progression of those that are you know working under you or working for you. So I think you know that's a big part about you know how we can differentiate um, ourselves from other you know hiring managers as well, right? What do you think? So, so two good points like from from Gavit, like one of the real like that the person should be like uh, proud of think like X in front of the previous company, right? Like being like proud X Yongjun, for example, you know, just using our company as an example. And the second one that's really like uh, just even the interest in like the career goals of the person is really important. And maybe I would even stretch it like to uh, to, to just gen- generically like life of the person, right? Because people are in different life situations, right? There might be like a red just wants to try many things, right? Just is exploring the territory, what he will enjoy, right? Like regarding the domain, frameworks, companies, large companies, consulting, more productive But then you might have someone who, like, for example, recently uh, got either married or has kids, right? And the life priorities change. And it also goes like to the topics of whether it's like more maybe like a stability that the person is looking for right and so like long-term progression or whether they just are there like for the experience and they need to rotate constantly etc right so it's also a huge huge topic just even knowing like uh because sometimes even the person needs to kind of find it about themselves right just what they really like want in life and it's also not something that they like decide that it's like done until until like 30 years old right but it's something that like develops over time and in different phases it might be something else absolutely so i think you know this ties into our next question actually perfectly so how do you balance the needs of your organization versus the career development goals of you know your your employees so uh i would start with like that i tried to be like the matchmaker as like kevin was mentioning uh just uh, you know because even in like my current role, like spending uh, time for like one-on-ones, like discussions, being part of various workshops and initiatives, like it's, it's not like that I try to be everywhere, right? But like at least I can provide the context to the rest of the team, right? 
and uh, sometimes, especially when we are like talking about these uh, horizontal loops inside the theme, uh, it's something that even the person needs to like discover because maybe they uh, live their typical working days in some like cl closed group, right? And just like seeing what's out there and what's like possible it should be also viral, right? And when I, uh, for example, have knowledge or, or even like other managers of the team, team leads, etc., of what initiatives are in progress. And then on some like what we've heard, I know like I'm too much like in DevOps and I would like to also learn like data science or data engineering, etc. Then it should like click, right? <laughs> and should be like instant instant connection, like and and, and be that person like that there's something that we can join, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so for me, uh currently in my company, uh, I have Probably because of my, the nature of my profession, which is DevOps, right? Which bridge, uh, so-called bridges developers and operators together. I, I try to bridge uh, gaps that I see within an organization. And uh, one particular uh, thing that I, I see that uh, is currently lack for in Slide, you know, uh, uh, it's it's more on the HR side, not, not my side, but you know, I, I, I try to well, give some suggestion to my uh, HR colleagues saying that oh, uh, we, we should have definite uh, what do you call definition of uh, job functions, job grade, so and so forth. So so people know where they are and you know at which point they want to strike, you know, things like that. And whether uh, if the company uh, could give them uh, their particular on a career perspective, they need to. So, for example, if there is a, a people that at senior level, uh, we want to bring them on staff last track, right? We also need to see whether, you know, the company has uh, the, uh, the, the the path to that, that kind of uh, to career progression, for example. So, like most small companies today, we don't have, they don't have this. Um, great call this thing and they might know uh, Google, Meta, but the thing is that uh, if let's say someone who's really good, you know, can be a distinguished yellow one, then you shouldn't, uh, we shouldn't hold them back. So coming back to to to, to your question is that the thing is that uh, a lot of things is not just uh, as simple as you know. Uh, like having a podcast session also uh, uh, we need to build fundamental blocks of an organization uh, 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 regardless whether you know whether is it uh, in, in the department uh, technical department where uh, we have the uh, control over it and also uh, other parts of organizations like uh, the business side the heat shop side right so so the thing is that how, how do we bridge this gap is that uh, uh, for I, I don't know about uh, Yaku but I, I believe we are uh, well tech uh, tech geeks or tech nerds right so so the thing is that yeah we, we apply the best technology best practices but how how do we bridge uh, make make the entire organization uh, make the entire organization better and more efficient and these are the the found the foundation and building blocks uh that would uh make uh how, how to say any any employee feel safe 
at their work and uh, whether whether they can see uh, uh, light in front of the tunnel. Just to very quickly like follow up, of course, like even communicating what tech is doing and like integrating with all of the other departments, super important. And also one trend that I like is just like bringing in uh, people from other teams like inside tech and maybe even making the boundary like more blurry uh, because uh, sometimes it's a career progression opportunity. So I mean, a person at, I don't know, customer care or like tech support, actually knows the business very well and can like very nicely like upskill into some uh, like more like engineering role, right? And it's like a nice career progression. And second of all, also like making the upper other departments more techy or even like learning some some basic coding skills can be a very nice way to build a culture where people are even able to help themselves more frequently, right? Because not every uh, question needs to be answered by a tech person or engineer. Uh, and, uh, and just like the boundaries should also get more more blurry, right? Because whenever it comes to so like scripting, automation, etc., these are actually cool skills for anyone, right? And they don't have to be like a developer. They just should think about it as, uh, you know, I, I speak like Czech, I speak English, or maybe like Chinese, and then I speak Python. And, and that's like, uh, that's kind of the way I, I would like to see it, even if the person just uses it from time to time. Absolutely. I think, you know, with like smaller environments like startups, right, it's easier to blur boundaries between departments. Whereas, you know, like some of the bigger MNCs, they are very overly structured, a lot of red tape in terms of what you can do and what you can't do. So aside from this, you know, what, what are some other ways that, you know, as um, technical leaders in startups, you can, you know, attract talent to join you guys instead of an MNC? Try, trying, trying to like figure out what would be like the, the biggest. Uh, so I, I, I can try like to start with examples that we actually have at the US tribes and then like even more. So like what, what one, uh, is really uh, our current like policy around like remote working and like flexible hours and even like uh, you know whenever or whenever like the session makes sense on site. So currently we have something that we call like EOS Nomad, where where like people are traveling like different countries and as long as we uh, as we have even some uh, approval for from our people team, we know that it's like uh, okay regarding uh, regarding like uh, taxation and it's just like some short term stay etc. The person gets gets a thumbs up, right? And it's like a huge uh, productivity booster uh, because it's it's just the person is in new environment, right? Even after like all of the COVID pandemic exercise, so like really refreshing, and uh, it, it it works out nicely because even currently we are already like global team by default, right? So we've got like engineers in uh, UK, uh, Indonesia, Singapore, Australia, uh, Romania, really spread it around the world. And uh, this this is like a nice uh, benefit that also like makes it easier for everyone to kind of um, balance their work work and life balance a bit better. Uh, so 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 this is, this is probably like one of the more more like parts, right? Uh, second one would be really the transparency that I was that I was mentioning is that uh, all the time like the cards should be like on the table and really like you know, be super transparent around like what can cannot afford with new hires but also the existing team uh even for example i don't know engineering managers having like salary transparency with their team so that they can align it with seniority and know that everyone on the team is being upskilled but also like very remunerated etc uh and probably last but not least uh it's like also some like uh, employee brand and this is something that where we are starting and i don't need brand like maybe 
it's like marketing saying that we will be promoting something, uh, but really know what we stand for, right? Like what kind of people we are looking for, what kind of team we are, uh, what kind of meaningful problems we are solving in the world. And, uh, and just making sure that we are first aligned on it and we are also like communicating to the wider world. Because the best thing when looking for someone new uh, is that it's already some someone from our community, someone who like likes videos, like encountered us somewhere at some like talk or repeated this podcast, you know. And uh, it's 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 not it, it definitely like shortens out the period when we need to introduce ourselves to each other. But we already know what we stand for, and also the, this way of like presenting it somewhere, etc., makes sure once again with uh, maybe getting back to the university lecturing, whether we also know, right? <laughs> whether we know what we stand for and what kind of people we are looking for the team. So I mean that uh, really just like standing for something, providing like flexibility and like no nonsense attitude uh, are, are are kind of the key key drivers that I would want to mention. Get it? Yeah. So very obviously from. Yeah, good. So uh, I think adding on from some piece perspective, which uh, I completely agree. Uh, one thing is that um, I mean, in order to attract talent, right? Um, uh, as a startup company, it's it's, it's difficult to fight with you no know, nine pound, nine hundred pound, or a lot of eight hundred pound. So so how 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 do we differentiate ourselves? Uh, I think. One one thing is like we need to give uh, positive vibes, and what are the positive vibes is that you know uh, things like uh, 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 come here and learn, you know, feel feel big, feel big, but learn all those things. The the thing is that with bigger corporations and structured corporations, uh, feeling is a big thing. But for here, for for startups, right, we are. We are more like explorers. How how we how we grew ourselves to a, a, a nine hundred pound or whatever. So the thing is that uh, how 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 we market ourselves and give such a positive vibes. Uh, that's one thing. Uh, uh, the, the along this way of giving the positive vibes right, is that whatever stuff that uh, the company has. Uh, they should be happy, and and not just you know giving them uh, unlimited snacks, free food, gear, throw them big bags. This, this kind of things are uh, like what I previously said: career progression. They feel safe with their job. There's good uh, camaraderie, more with their team teammates. And then from there, they will say, "Oh, I have, uh, I know this guy, this guy, you know, from from my ex company, which is." Very good, you know, and uh, uh, both attitude and skills is a good fit for the company. Then they will start or oh, have uh, what one call the spread of. Then they they, they they will start pulling talents, right? So if you look at uh, articles today, right? Uh, people, uh, of course, there are still people who are looking at uh, monetary value, but people would like to. To be honest, if there is a very good company with positive vibes, everything right, they they don't mind, they don't mind, you know, receiving that lesser amount money in order to stay up with with you. So so I mean that's that's how I feel, right? So if if we can build a good nest, right, for 
for for people to come. Then I I I think I think like uh uh all all the all the birds will fly like fly to and uh, settle on sessions. Maybe just quickly like with the battle getting yeah, I I totally uh would like to like sign up uh we, we cannot just beat it with with money right like yeah. overpaying like startups and scale are, are just not in that position it's just like you know you know it's it's uh very good to state that very very clearly uh like like we need to stand for something and also like i like the fun or even innovative aspect and aspect of that work because there should be there should be a lot of fun in work there should be a group of people who like enjoy spending time together working on meaningful uh, like problems right and then when the business results come but we are growing up or even if we are staying like at the smaller size right it should be still something that we stand for uh but we can never like beat it beat it with uh, with the salary it, 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 it uh even like if some startup who scale up like did it it would be like for one person and would take a total even like break some team fairness right so 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 yeah so so there are some like objective limitations yeah definitely i don't think you know money solves everything in this case <laughs> um yeah i think you know, i agree both of you right um the, the vibes that you give employer branding is very very important point when it comes to attracting talent um what are some you know effective ways that you guys have have seen or have used to improve your employer branding and and get people to get excited about joining you guys so with with us it was really like and currently we are kind of still maybe starting that inside tech right because i was even mentioning like during during the opening that uh it's a it's a new domain for us even some tech branding uh but really like uh showing ourselves at like different uh, like meetups you know, uh, conferences engineering events either as listeners but also like as speakers right and also k- kind of motivating the team to do that because it's a, it's also a way of gr- growing right because it's the similar experience that i was mentioning with the university lecturing when i try when i know know my business right it's the, it's the same with everyone on the team right so even like long term it should be like part of our culture and very naturally rather than like some events that we have to like schedule or something like that so really showing off what we what we stand for uh and uh, then like uh, you know have kind of especially when it comes to startups and scale up everyone really on the team can, can be a rock star can be like a superstar like some, someone famous someone like an opinion leader uh because uh, maybe compared to larger corporations and our advantages is that we really can invest into people right because if there's if there if there are like one to two people who just like uh are responsible for a particular component or or you know especially in small companies uh then they are really solving something in trivial right and they also like learn a lot by 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 failing right and that's cool because maybe in larger corporation we already have some safe nets right maybe even more uh more mature say like the, the devops infrastructure right that would prevent them from making such a mistake uh but like in uh in smaller companies they are only a lot they are learning a lot they are able to share it with the wider world and and this is the and, and we should like show show that up more uh because then they can be like opinion leaders for for others so uh that's that's very good uh perspective so uh that's also something that i'm trying to do right now uh uh i mean for most of the years in my life uh i would say I'm I'm much more 
you know, behind laptop since that I hide behind my desk, don't do you know, my stuff. But but now I see the need you know, to step out to show show people the things that you do in order to attract uh, uh like another people uh long like so so one one thing that uh, uh, I think like record share is is perfect like you know uh, making itself uh, dressings not only in terms of the company so let's say the, com- the company itself right has really uh, has uh, uh, their own marketing to you know to market uh, the, the company brands brands and that right but as ourselves uh, joining like tech summits and stuff you know when we go we go around with like-minded uh, people. Uh, this really helps to to, to widen uh, the the aspect of people that get in touch and therefore uh, help us to um, draw currency along along the way that we try. Uh, of course, uh, what one thing that uh, I I want to add is like uh, what one of the things is like we try to showcase like what we and how how we do it different. So for example. Uh, I have been uh, in this viral company and the past company. I've been uh, constantly telling people how 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 do we do DevOps on different dish example. People use Terraform to write their 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 infrastructure and code. That for me is totally a whole these things like that. And hopefully, we try to uh, attract those people who oh. Who are curious enough to find out, like, okay, what what is the hidden source you are doing? <laughs> things like that. Yeah. So so that's 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 uh one way of um uh uh of uh, uh, of doing things. Okay. And uh, and maybe just up to up to like Gavin's point. Also, like, uh, I I never the same. Like, I'm like uh, I think that there's a word for it. Like. Infravert, maybe like someone who is introverted, but like you know, might might seem as an extrovert. But I also like to like focus on some problem. <laughs> just just like even like closed in the room for two weeks, just solving something new or learning about technology, etc. And it's also like my natural state, right? But I also feel uh, the need for really like uh, you know sharing it, uh, sharing it with others, etc. Because it's also a way. To kind of maybe let, let it be like challenge, shape it, shape it up a bit, etc. And I, I I would love to have the same experience for like everyone on the team, uh, because even when we, for example, partner uh, with I don't know why previous companies that, that we work with, and we just look at each other's stack, and maybe two people holding a similar role discuss how they are solving the same problems at different places. It's just a way to to also like grow grow as a person, right? Uh, but but other than that, I'm like like I would like to spend my life like with books and with like you know just just the computer and like learn learn a lot because there's way too much overboot stuff that I don't know. Yeah, I think you know stepping out of the comfort zone is something that you know you don't actively try to do unless you you know really think about it. And different you know engineers will be at different stages of their careers before they actually make that step. So aside from that, right? If let's say you were giving advice to an engineer just starting out in their careers, maybe one or two years in, what other pieces of advice would you give them? I I, I would say like at the beginning, like it's probably totally okay like to experiment, you know, just you, you even to fail, try out like different ropes, etc. Uh, but, but 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 maybe just like uh, so for, for, from my personal, at least I, I can maybe look at it from hiring perspective more. Uh, 
whenever whenever uh, I that there's a fresh graduate and uh, I for example see that uh, they are trying to very narrowly specialized on some on some role I think it's like too soon because the just to give a particular example there could be like a person who really like develops great native uh, mobile apps in Kotlin and uh, like everything around like the libraries around the Kotlin ecosystem etc is very clear to them and they can be like very even senior in this like more specialized domain uh, but unless uh, they also like ever were encountered with uh, something to the level of like system design or even like how how uh, internal or DNS how, how it works how uh, yeah, if, if they never like build a pipeline or didn't have a chance to maybe like try another programming language uh and maybe even like some difference between like in birth calculates at time they don't have like this concept uh then they might find so find themselves like after after like two to three years really kind of like stuck and and and, and maybe maybe doing like more or less the same uh and also maybe more difficult to cooperate with the with the other engineers on the team who like have the broader context right so for for me at least at the beginning it would be really just like uh, even being open to like pivoting rotating etc and getting some experience before like figuring out what's, what's, what's like the real interest but Gavin would be okay. we'd love to know your thoughts okay so uh, yeah I think uh, what what do you really make sense uh, so for me I have two experience so one one of uh, usually they that there are uh, uh, for new engineers or, or people who are at the early age of their career, right? They they usually falls uh, two categories. So one, they knows what they want in in, in quite a near future, and the other one could totally has no uh, no idea where they want what they want to be. Quite one simple word: they are lost. So so basically. Uh, what what you say really makes sense to people what they 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 are lost uh like you know try to explore until you find something that is interesting and, and what i would want to to add upon that is that whatever you learn today right uh you if if you are not like you know okay i i learned i learned today and then i forget it tomorrow but with whatever you learn today you keep embedded in my life 20 years down when, when you connect dots back you you are able to connect the dots right so the thing is that uh, for, for me for actually for, for example uh, I, I didn't start up with IT I have a manufacturing engineering background so uh, what I learned there is processes you know so so I learned workflow processes uh, try, try to make things efficient you know industrialization is about efficiency in terms of after building it from that. So this this has become the core of wherever I grow. You know, not necessarily like the 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 how many books you know I have to memorize uh uh those days I, I would know uh today but the, the key concepts I brought in over and, and and same and same to those those people. So explore uh learn the key concepts bring it to another place. No. Then, then we talk about the first one. The first one is they know where where they want to be, but they want to be so for example, there will be there will be people, there will be people, uh, people say that okay, I want to be uh, CTO. So how how would you uh, 
provide them the tools that uh, that you have. Not necessarily you have all the tools, but whatever you can provide, then you provide the tools to them, and especially especially the knowledge. So that's that's how how, how I look at. So uh, wherever today uh, it's uh, regardless whether it's my direct report or my friends, pe- people who are who are who are much uh, junior than uh, this 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 you know, approach that I would I would tackle whether you know they know what they want for for, for their career or whether whether they are uh, they are lost. So if they are lost, I'll I'll, I'll repeat exactly what what you are saying. But for people who 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 uh, you know who knows where 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 they want right, uh, if I can help them, I help them. But if if those those that I can't help them, for example, I have a uh, colleague some other departments that is not uh directly reporting to me then then you know i advise like oh, how you should how you should uh, stick to your superiors and then you know sit down and then do some career planning tell them what you're interested in so true true and also like the point that it's also the differentiation if, if the person doesn't know they're like helping with table thing and getting experience is the right uh thing but when they have a certain career plan in their mind, then we are the ones who are supposed to help that, you know, on the execution and on the planning and having like clear steps how to get there. Yeah. True. So, so up until this point, we've always been talking about the, the good stuff. And I know, you know, one of the main learning points is that in startups, we make mistakes and we learn from mistakes. So we're going to apply that to, to this topic as well. So in, in your experiences and during your travels uh, all these years, what kind of common mistakes have you seen startups make when it comes to attracting talent? For, for me, uh, it would be that, um, especially with engineering, uh, that, 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 that like the first engineer or second engineer on the team necessarily doesn't have to be the CTO or like the head of engineering or someone because they might be following up like a different career pathway, right? So I mean, uh, probably, uh, and, and I can make it actually like personal, I really, you know, despite the correctly theos, we do have a CTO. I really like being in a position of VP of engineering because whenever we scale, uh, there could be like a very mindful decision, right? Like, are we in a position where we really like need, need someone who already like skilled larger companies, except if you like bringing it in and team up, uh, we will make it happen, right? Or do we rather need, for example, engineering managers, directors of engineering, etc. So I, I would say that the first thing is the like the team should really look like for which role is currently like needed and it, it it could be like hiring your own manager but also your team member or someone like who joins you uh and then and but, but i think that this uh second point is already getting a bit dated and i'm ha- happy for it uh but it's like not respecting the like manager with this like engineering pathway right so kind of feeling out that every like a people engineer has to become a team engineering manager and then no, but like totally disrespecting that there's the other like you know crucial path of someone who really wants to like grow with seniority to like to like staff principal and maybe this distinguished engineer right and that, that, that there's a lot of value for uh, in it and it's really like so I, I think that the career path are still there but when it, it comes to like maybe 
prioritization and, and, and like solving whether we should more invest like into platform and product uh, and uh, what are the differences with like technical depth, etc. There's still some explanation like happening, right? So the second mistake would be really just thinking that every uh, engineer needs to go into the manager. And I think it's getting better, but, 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 but still, yeah, still there. It's worth to repeat that. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it might. My, my humble opinion is that um, uh, what affects the company, right? uh, I would say it's top down. So first we are the founders, you know, uh, or the C, the C-suite people. Then we have uh, the executioning, the leader managers, the managers and so on. So the thing is that how company feels, uh, feels badly is uh, I think the lead in leadership uh, this that comprises these managers and media managers uh, has to be carefully selected uh, to, to build the foundational path for hiring new employees so for example if uh, someone who let's say hire a um, uh, VP of engineering or head of DevOps or whatsoever. But they, the thing is that if this guy is particularly uh, uh, strong in technical, right? But he is not a good people's manager, he doesn't want to be a team, then it's, it's difficult to attract talent or even to, to grow to grow that that team to support the business. Uh, likewise, if there are there are there are two people, right? There are there are two uh, people, uh, person, then they they probably lack of the tempo. Peace bear back. We have engineering problems like uh, every day is a somewhat situation, things like that. And that that is no uh, no company would like to see that because it affects probably. Or revenue so so the thing is that how how do how how do you build how how, how do you how, how do you justify this the gate aptitude and, and so you need to find uh, the, the 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 sweet spot of who who is to, to put them in that leadership spot and then i believe when you put the right people in the right position then things will happen naturally, and 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 you know, uh, they, I, I I won't say uh, they will fail, but the chances of failing will not will will, will be lessened uh, a lot. And this this match waving is or like finding the right people at the right seats. It's That's really yeah. so like what in business. No, but. Uh, I, like one point uh, to even make it like personal in our company, a failure that we really like made, you know, uh, is for example, uh, trying to uh, even like increase the scope of the responsibilities and then out of a sudden moving the person from the role that was kind of like promised to something else, right? Like very typical example would be if like a DevOps engineer, for example, joins the company. And then they more or less do like identity and access management or just like setting up accesses, etc. It's, it's not the same. It's not the, like why they are for etc. 
so even just like uh, you know of course like there's a lot of people thinking etc uh, but really uh, being like true about what was the job about and making sure that the person can focus on what they are motivated with like i find it like super important and and in the past whenever we we tried to do it like otherwise somewhere along the way bro so uh just to add one more thing is like uh i i uh i've not completed the book but uh i actually learned the book from another uh good friend of mine uh so he he, he wrote this uh uh book i think it's something like uh, uh the staff plus path the path to staff plus so so the thing is that uh uh in, in the beginning of the book right uh, or, or two way where, where I've read is that uh, the book didn't say that the staff uh, like he start what what are the what it calls uh, what are the key points to 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 differentiate from you being a senior engineer and a staff plus right so the thing is that uh, uh, even even in the book they 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 doesn't have definition and you go around you say oh you can't define your hell roles and you know so the thing is that uh that there, there are people out there you know, who thinks that oh i'm actually very good but how how do you put them in practical or uh, put them in being uh in, how you say put them in earth right uh, so the thing is that uh you, you need to set uh you need to set criteria like okay uh, what kind of uh, what what are the people that are senior and versus what are people who are who are star plus so for for example uh, in, in my opinion or in what i i think like uh principal should should need uh digital roadmap for the companies uh the staff is to be really good actually uh, executioner uh and then you know coach coach people underneath uh and and seniors are still you know uh silos they they can be silos the, the thing is that uh but a task given to them they know how to handle it without bothering people so that's that's the differentiate right um activities so the thing is that uh uh, why? Why I say all this is is because like the thing is that there is no today there is no clear definition of uh, uh who is supposed to do what and when people thinks that okay I, I I'm supposed to start start class but yet and else uh, Jacob doesn't want to promote me then 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 the thing is that whether have we uh, clearly defined what are the criteria like that. Okay, I see you have potential to be uh, from senior to star plus. Uh, what you should do? What 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 should you uh, take a step and move beyond that? What uh, um, beyond your budget? And, and the criteria is like a really good point. And then uh, then also like what kind of role profile the person uh, enjoys? Because I really like the differentiation between. Uh, like even someone who's like architecting the solution and then who's like executing on it, right? Because to have a very like practical example, currently we, we are, for example, running on like a BigQuery and Snowflake and uh, someone might have an idea like to, for example, 
like it looks like that we are doing a lot of uh, streaming events let's introduce like Kafka right mm-hmm. and and they're like am I the person who's bringing the team together and it's like maybe preparing some design jobs who's like doing this system level design etc getting the buy-in from the team see what break etc or am I the one who already like gets assigned okay so now we are going for Kafka and I will be the one who's actually doing the actual coding work right and this, this might be like two different role profiles and, and different people might be interesting in taking part in different stages of the process. Awesome. Thanks. Thanks a lot for all of that, guys. It's very um, informative. So we'll round off today's episode with, you know, one of my favorite questions. Um, what is one unpopular opinion that you might have in terms of what makes a good software engineer? Popular opinion. Can, can you give an example? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, maybe it's some, some, you know, characteristic that I think makes a good software engineer that, you know, uh, but strongly disagrees with. <laughs> okay. Probably I will start was uh, along the time <laughs> starting, I think it's quite hard. So, uh, I think what unpopular opinion is for, and I will, how, how do I put it this way? I think bugs, bugs are normal, right? The, the thing is that. Uh, when, when people encounter a software bug, they, they will they will make very nasty comments. Oh, yeah, this software is. <laughs> but the the, the the fact is that the fact is that whether do we have a ecosystem uh, in resolution the bug versus you know uh, the bug list is um where it's like bothering your uh someone who is using that software uh, uh that really bugs that, that, that is. so we're, so the opinion the opinion is for, for me is like you know, uh, bugs is really a lot is it's a it's really like how fast we can resolve it uh some some companies or some organization it took me months and even sometimes I, I I have experienced like it took me one year for me to to get 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 things fixed and by the time by the time it was fixed you know I no longer use it but things like that so yeah oh and thanks for taking like the lead uh, because I had the time to think about it a bit like first one probably when the I heard from the team at people places was that uh, whenever uh software engineer gets code used for like IT administrator or just like s- something along that lines when when like the expectation is that like on, on top of like developing the software component please also fix my computer something like that so it's, 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 it's one. and the second one would be probably uh, around uh, some like uh, maybe short-sighted like hacks or, or even like you know so, so the, the, there's a there's some like agile approach etc and we, we we still like need to develop some mvp etc but uh i mean not uh keeping the platform with a lot of like technical depth for longer so anything along like that for example something along the lines of developer experience doesn't matter i think it does uh, because uh, because really it's something that the engineer encounters every day like at work right and if they are working on something that's like solid scalable etc and it's like very enjoyable and it affects their lives like very positively uh whatever whatever like maybe like uh, business related decisions 
uh, don't seem to recognize that uh, they're also projecting themselves like on the platform, then the life of the engineers might be miserable because every day they start to work with something that's like buggy, you know, that, 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 that just doesn't that, that doesn't work out. And, uh, and it's just special with engineers where the work-life balance with the boundaries are kind of blurry, right? But people really need to work on something they might need it for. Please move it to two. Awesome. So yeah, that's um, all the time that we have for today. Thanks again to Kuba and Gavin for joining us. And thanks again for listening in. And we'll catch you on the next episode of the Evolution Exchange.